Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. <clears throat> Brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am here with the knowledgeable and wisdom-filled Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling on this uh, post-UFC 268? A little bit of a letdown, but um, you know we're back. We are back indeed. Feeling good. Um, we got some more fights coming up. A little bit of a dull, but you know it's still a fight game. We still got some, some, uh, some deaths in this cage that need to happen. Jesus, um, the show, <laughs> the show goes on. Yeah, so no, I meant yeah. You know, I want to clarify letdown as in like the good fights are. You know, the hype fights are over for now. <clears throat> we got to chill out for a little bit of a month and you know get some filler cards going in uh, here. We this past weekend we had UFC two sixty eight. Uh, Kamaru Usman retained his title in a, a very entertaining card throughout. Canelo knocked out Caleb Plant in the eleventh round in a drama filled, you know, like he just like Canelo always gets it done, man. So we'll talk about that. There was a little bit of Bellator where the Irish boys were uh, ran into a little bit of trouble, and you know and it was a good fight weekend. Um, how, how, how do you how did you feel overall about the fights? Um, I thought they were good. I thought pretty much. What the first the first three were decisions, and then there was a nice like I think five or six fights in a row, all finishes, and you know one more. You had this wheel kick, spinning back wheel kick from a fat guy. Uh, you know you got an Irish guy talking shit, a French dude, an elbow from crucifix. Uh, you know Chris Curtis with a big upset. So there's a lot of you know I Quincy getting starched. There's a lot of uh, craziness, a lot man. of action. The flying yeah. knee from Pereira, and then even the fights on the main card that went the distance we're all you know pretty much all good so it was pretty, i thought it was a really good card i uh, couldn't agree more and i guess we should just start right get right into it U- ufc 268 uh start with the main event uh went about the way you would think wh- when you were projecting this fight but it looked uh i guess a little di- a little different colby came out he's very tentative to begin uh that's the it was very noticeable just in his whole demeanor and uh it looked a little scared to be honest and then he fought the first two rounds, at least, in my opinion, very somewhat scared. He tried to mix in the takedown early on. Uh, at some point, was able to get him to the ground. It wasn't counted as a takedown, but uh, you know, I let I let the wrestling uh, people argue about that all day. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it, it was you know, I mean, cra- Kamaru cracked him in that second round, absolutely, uh, like twice, right? Hit him, get, gets up, knocks him down. Yeah, him Surprised he, I, I thought the finish was coming right there. Uh, inside the distance betters were a little bit upset, and they, that includes me. But overall, it was a great performance by Kamar. You, he, he, you know, they showed each other respect, and they they've said as much, you know, in their own way. Colby can't completely admit it in the media; otherwise, he's a his character's over with. But I already did know. that though. He already broke character once, or twice. Yeah, no, I know, but you know, you gotta you gotta keep it going for as long as you possibly can. So he. I, I will say, you know, you got to have respect for each other, and those two do after fighting that hard and that long for, you know, just, I, I, it was just, uh, it was pretty remarkable to see somebody like that. He is the only guy that's been able to put Usman uh, up against it like that, I would say, because, yeah. I mean, he even the, just, he brings so many different uh, facets of the game that Kamaru has to bring out that, like, we never really see his defensive wrestling, you know? And we were able to see stuff like that where he's able to stuff takedowns. And even when he was, like, 
taken down a little bit. He got right back up, and it's just, you know, he was able to fire off shots. He was getting hit, though, too, so it, it was just a compelling fight throughout, and one of Kamaru's better, uh, I would say, defenses, right? Yeah. Um, man, if Colby could hit harder, yeah, uh, you know, it would really, uh, it would really put him on a new level because he, he, I don't know if he rocked Usman, but you know, Usman eventually, as Usman needs to get rid of that where he like ducks his head down, yeah, and you know pulls it right back up. He just he, easy to hit, and you know, Colby, uh, Colby tagged him a couple times in the later rounds. Uh, Usman's fucking rock solid, man. He's tough, and obviously, so is so is Colby. <clears throat> but I thought Usman won the first three and then the fifth. Uh, 49-46 for me. 48-47, I guess I can see that too. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe Colby gets Masvidal next. I think that's that's got to be what's – or maybe Gilbert Burns or something. I mean, he's going to obviously probably take some more time off. His face got busted up again. Yeah. Uh, that's 10, 10 tough rounds he went through with fucking Kamaru Usman. He needs uh, – he, he should definitely take some time off, come back in the fall or something. Or – um spring or something yeah but, well, he's got to wait for masvidal's to settle his situation right. next month anyway so i, I guess and he, and huge rush. i guess no matter what masvidal does him and colby should probably happen you know like he could get knocked out by leon he could knock out leon like no matter what he's not getting a title shot right away anyway yeah he already lost exactly. twice. Uh, and colby already lost twice too so you know that's that just probably has to happen it's, it's a built-in beef automatically makes sense and I guess that is the one good thing about Colby's whole persona too, because it has created a bunch of different beefs throughout the throughout the MMA world, and just yeah. he'll always have a built-in fight with anyone that he wants, or whatever works out for him. So it was a I, I leave this wanting to see both of them fight again. I don't know what's next for Usman. As far I mean, as far as I, I imagine, they're going to do um, him and Leon Edwards if Leon wins. Is that is right. that the number? But if he doesn't, it's like oh, exactly. God. If he doesn't does, now, does Luke get the belt, the title shot. Yeah, he, what, if, what if he doesn't? <laughs> exactly. So like, Luke doesn't have anything lined up, right? But uh, I thought he. No, no. It was it, just rumors they were talking about but, Diaz, yeah, but that that never really yeah, came to okay. fruition. Gilbert Burns Gilbert. doesn't have anything, and he's not in the position to do anything like that, right? Right. So no. Luke wouldn't fight. Uh, maybe Luke and Burns have to fight each other, but they're best friends, right? So yeah, like so. yeah, so that doesn't that can't happen. Chiesa is fighting Brady, you know. So that that's that's not gonna. I mean, Brady Brady's the favorite in that fight. So it, it's right. I don't know who like who you would really want to see next. It, it's he? gonna it's gonna have to be Vicente off of a, a no fights. That's the only way that it could probably happen. Conor McGregor at one seventy. <laughs> Hamzat. That's who I really. Yeah. It, it could be. It's he's, not next, but he's the he's only true be threat. Rushed, you know, like whoever the, whoever up above him is ready, you know, throw him in there with. Him. I don't see why. I mean, why not though? Right. Yeah. I mean, he looks he looks the part. Oh, well, I guess you you want to see him in there against maybe one of the upper echelon of the division, but like I just labeled for you. I mean, maybe Hamzat fights a Vicente Luque. Or Gilbert Burns that, or something like that, that right? That'd be wild. That'd be wild. Give, Did you hear uh, what Colby said at the end? Uh, about what? About just trying to sell the fight. What, like to uh, to to Kamara in the in the cage? 
Yeah, he said, I'm trying to sell a fight. Which yeah, like, I'll get your... Said, you know I'm trying to sell a fight. He said, I know, I know. Yeah, he yeah. Said, it's about the money, it's all love. Yeah, absolutely. Which we all knew. Yeah, of course. But, but you know, it, it is cool to see that, like... And I like how it's just, like, they not, neither one of them really, like, talked about it afterwards, because that's just... Yeah. That's just how this is. You really... I mean, they're going to go in there and fight either way. You can talk all the shit you want, but... Like you said, after 25 minutes, like I, I tried to knock your head off and I couldn't. I have to have respect for you that you were able to stand in there and take the damage, take the damage that you did. So, Coley leaving uh, on crushes too. I know those leg kicks were fucking oh br- brutal, dude, oh. brutal. And, and it's just this it, just goes to this whole night was about how tough these guys are, man. Just yeah. throughout the throughout the entire card, just violent knockouts, just toughness, comebacks, all sorts of stuff. So. We'll, uh, we'll let's continue. What a it was just a great cap to the night though that, that main event because I thought it was going to be like a stinker in the beginning when Colby didn't right. like it looked like Colby was like just not going to give us anything and then you know it, it got compelling in there towards the second half of the fight so it was a yep. great you know great overall night but let's let's get let's get into it uh, a little bit further Rose Nama Yunus uh, was able to retain her title. I was looking for the word there. Was able to retain her title against uh, Wei Li Zhang or Zhang Wei Li, however you'd like to say it. Uh, close fight, dude. I, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts because we were talking a little bit about about before this, and you had some strong takes on the uh, at least the judging and just what you thought happened uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, I don't know. I, I <clears throat> it was definitely close, you know. I, so I, I don't really, I didn't see many people cry robbery. I mean, obviously everyone cries robbery every time. Uh, just MMA fans in general, but I didn't see too many people. I'd be interested to see what uh, the consensus was among like the MM- UFC journalists, because usually, that, you know, sometimes it's a good indication of you know who the majority of people thought won the fight. I thought uh, Whaley won the first three and probably lost the last two. Um, I think she was she was kind of just coasting the first three. She was bouncing around. Uh, she was landing the better shots. She was getting hit a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, it was it was really close. I I definitely don't think she lost four to one, but Eric Cologne, I guess, you know, had had different opinions. Yeah, I I had three two rows. It, it was one hundred percent a close fight, and I don't remember. I remember. I I do think she, if I'm off my scorecard, she won or she lost the first two and won the last three. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I I, I can't I can't remember right now. I have to go back and watch it, but. That's what it just felt like because the I think the first round she got taken down right and she was just kind of on her back the whole time and then the second she was able to keep it up a little bit but it, I, it was just kind of a back and forth and it was able it was crazy to see Rose holding her down though at a certain point and and it seemed to me like Whaley may have gassed out a little bit towards the uh, the end of that fight and it was uh, Rose who was able to. Uh, take control in those championship rounds, and it seems like they really do give the people, at least the champion, the benefit of the doubt if they're able to like come back in those last rounds. I don't know how they even like really judge. I feel like the, it, the open scoring would just settle everything if we all just knew yeah. going into that fifth round what was going on. I don't know if that that changes the. I mean, that obviously changes how dramatic the scoring would be in the, in the last round. You know, or like the when Bruce is reading the scorecards and whatnot. I guess that's that would be the only drawback, right? I mean. It, it'll yeah. change the way people fight and everything, but that's for the good. And maybe if you think you're winning, you know, and then you see you're not winning, you're gonna oh shit, okay, I gotta put it on this guy. So I would be in favor for it, but I guess I can see why people wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's definitely gonna happen. 
At some point, you would hope, dude. Uh, yeah. But uh, picks wise, um, the Kamaru Usman by points, dude. That that was the that was the move, and also uh, I guess Rose was the underdog was able to cash that ticket out. Uh, this next Rose by split decision, plus twelve hundred. Really? Yeah. I didn't. They all, where did they offer that on like DraftKings and stuff? I probably it wasn't on Bovada. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, on FanDuel, I mean, they probably do. You have to go deep and find all that stuff, though, because they did have a lot of different uh, trying to, you know, trick people into betting different shit plus 800 and stuff. I'm just like, when I see plus 800, I'm like, yeah, okay. You're trying to get Some me. of the prop specials they have will be like, Kamar Usman to land 150 significant strikes and Colby Covington to land seven takedowns. It's like, what? Yeah, you're like, dude. Plus 50,000. Be, he'll be lucky if he ta- even comes close to taking them down, let alone <laughs> fucking seven of them, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Marlon Vera. That was, this is the, it's kind of weird because you would t- want to talk about the Gaethje uh, fight next, but we'll, we'll go in order. Vera, uh, Marlon Cheeto Vera was able to knock out Frankie Edgar in the third round, dude. And with a brutal, brutal front kick that. I don't that picture. <laughs> yeah, man. I I, just, I I don't want to see Frankie fighting no more. That's that's what I've decided. I didn't want to see it after the Corey Sanhagen fight, and I don't want to see it anymore, man. You've nothing left to prove. These guys are killers, man, and you're only gonna fight killers. His last five yeah. fights against Korean Zombie, uh, Max Holloway, Pedro Munoz, Corey Sanhagen, Cheeto Vera, and I don't know if you want to go fight some up and coming guy. From fucking Dagestan, that's just gonna murder you. You know, like I, I you're 40 yeah. years old, you have nothing left to prove. Uh, Cheeto Vera looked awesome. He got taken down in that first round, but after that, was able to adjust, and it was kind of all him from there on out. And uh, yeah, I just you know don't don't like seeing Frank. I don't like seeing the old guys get you know brutally knocked out. But good for Cheeto Vera, man. You know he he needed Frankie he needed like that the, uh, stoppage. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, he, he said he knew. What did he say? He, he knew the the ref was going to be a problem. Who was the ref? Uh, who was the ref? Let let us see. Yeah, I I don't think I think Frankie. Uh, they probably shouldn't have been asking him. Um, you know, uh, I I feel bad, but it, it's just I. <laughs> struggle to find words. I don't want to shit on Frankie because, you know, he, he got he got knocked out, man. But I also, I, I, I want to give uh, Cheeto Vera his credit because it was, it was a pretty front kick, man. And Beautiful, dude. Just right on the button. Him's TKO submission was plus money, and we were able to get that. But we got kind of lucky because I didn't think Frankie was going to get Frankie was not going to get finished unless something crazy like that happened. So goes to show, I mean, he's durable, but he's taking some brutal knockouts now. And I just don't see hit a way back to the title or whatever, so I don't see the point He's in like doing what? this. He's forty years 40? old. Yeah. Whew. I mean, come on. Yeah. Hopefully but. they, uh, you know, help him out because you know he's obviously going to want to fight forever. But like you said, man, it's two in a row. Yeah, I I think he lost the Munoz fight. It should be five in a row with three knockout losses. Two in the first. Um, he's going to hang around for sure, I guess, for a little bit more. But it's going to hopefully take a big step down. We cash that out minus one seventy. Uh, Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantillo. This was another one. I think we had we had Shane Burgos, or I think I did at yeah. least. But um, yeah, unanimous decision. I thought he was going to finish him, but he, you know, Billy took some shots and was very durable, but kept fighting back. Man, Billy's good. Tampa zone. So 
but came, yeah, but maybe, came maybe. up short. It was a good uh, fight to have on the main card. Very exciting, but you know, kind of, it, I guess it didn't live up to the excitement that everyone probably thought it could have been. I guess it was hard to follow up after Gaethje and Chandler because it was just so fucking crazy. I mean, there was one, two, three, four, five, seven straight knockouts on the prelims up leading up to Gaethje Chandler, and then that went to a decision, and that was the craziest fight that I. I couldn't believe. Like I couldn't believe it. Yeah, couldn't it believe made it. Made no sense. I guess let's get um, right into it, man. Gaethje, Gaethje and Chandler is—that's easily the fight of the year, right? Is there, there. Is there anything um, better? Um, I'd have to. I mean, I'd have to go hard, like hardcore and break it down. But uh, what what was what was the other uh, Volkanovski and Ortega? And that this one was better. Yeah. I thought. I guess you have to judge three and five round fights differently, but I'll take this one. I'll, I'll match this one up over over any of those other ones, man. It's crazy because, like, you know, when Chandler fought Oliveira, he it seemed like he had no chin at all, no gas tank, and he got dropped by – it was the perfect left hook, but, you know, he didn't recover well. Gagey was just hitting him, and he was just he, – he, like, let him hit him multiple yeah. times, and I, I couldn't believe – I was – I couldn't believe he didn't go down because I thought he was just – Obviously, gonna go go down eventually. Yeah, Gaethje just but. showed he's like his first round man. He was in trouble, dude. His leg yeah. was his leg was compromised. I still think his leg was compromised throughout the whole fight. He just kept fighting through it. It kept kind of like slipping and like rolling on him and stuff. He he just stood there and took a bunch of leg kicks and then Chandler just stopped throwing them, I guess, because he started receiving some of his own. So it was like yeah. kind of like a mutual agreement between the two. Like, all right, let's just stand here and throw bombs. Uh, I can't believe I we had T I had TKO. This is like my that was my big bet. I thought Gaethje was going to finish him. I cannot believe he didn't, and I don't regret my pick either because I, I just I mean the amount of damage he inflicted on Chandler and Chandler just stood there and took it. Straight up remarkable, man. It that was brutal. from around the midway through the first round. It, it seemed like Gaethje. Gaethje was like looked like he was on the ropes, bad. He was about to get finished, and then he landed a couple like uppercuts and like overhand rights on Chandler that like wobbled him and backed him up, and then like Chandler started to get get hit a lot. It seemed, and if, from there on out, he kept. I mean, he would return shots and he would he would like back up Gaethje for a little bit, but the, it was all Gaethje from about the yeah, I'd say about the one like four minute mark of the first round on throughout the whole fight, and then. How about that takedown where Chandler flips him up over his head and they bounce and Gaethje pops like right back up, just it rolls off it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just an all around awesome fight. Um, can't I just you know I'm, I'm sick about the TKO bet, but it was so entertaining that I can't even be truly that mad about it. You know? Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I just again, I couldn't believe it went the distance. I was sure it was going to end in the first round the way they were swinging, but. Uh, yeah, fucking Justin Gaethje, man, he gets better and better. It seems. Yeah, and I don't know what's next for him. Uh, I think it's probably the title fight, uh, it, which would be awesome. Him and Poirier or Oliveira. I mean, pro- I would rather see him yeah. fight Poirier to be honest. But that, he's got to run. They got to run that back. Yeah, that's the fight that I want to see. So I'm. Is some of me was rooting for Poirier, but some of me can't, obviously, because I I will hold eternal beef for the rest of my life. So you know. <laughs> uh, other than like the that's like the next that's the next fight in my mind. Chandler can f- I mean Chandler was calling out McGregor that that would be awesome. That's something that I want to see. But that's some time you know we have some time to kill before we we, we start doing or thinking about stuff like that because I yeah. he, he's not ready to go yet. So if 
Chandler's going to need some time anyway. So maybe that is the next thing. Maybe that's the best for everyone. I can see it. And uh, if you look at 55, it's still – it's <laughs> that's a shark tank, dude. Uh, with Islam, Islam sitting at number four now. Benil at number three. Maybe if those two want if those two want to fight and knock each other out, that would be you know that'd be all not you know what I mean like knock each other out of the rankings and the yeah. contention for the next title shot. Man, I would just kill to see Gaethje Poirier too, man. That's all I uh, want to see right now. And 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 after that fight the other night, that's all probably the UFC wants to see and sell because they they can sell me on getting in there and wondering if Gaethje's going to finish Poirier or what's going to happen in this fight because. Yeah. Uh, who would you take in that if you were? I don't here? know. I think I think I'd go. Uh, I think I'd go Gaethje. I really do. Yeah, I feel like I I'd go you would get a uh, Ferguson s performance by him. He would be. It would be more to his skill set. You know, they they match up better than. Uh, uh, I I don't know though. I mean, because Poirier's gotten so much better in the last couple years, man. Right. I just think the leg kicks if, if Gaethje threw them. You know, Dustin throws him too. I just think, but he's know, a southpaw, you know. Down. So it's yeah. like it's yeah. a little more a difficult fucking... to throw those like inside kicks as opposed to right outside on the, on the outside of the calf. That's a good fight, man. That would be a goddamn war. You can sell that. You know, I mean, the first one people don't even really remember much because it was kind of uh, kind of a minute ago. Um, but man, he he introduced Justin Gaethje's uh, spaghetti legs to the UFC. Yeah, and that that was. If any, if you guys haven't seen that fight, you need to go back and watch that fight because that was an absolute war for for the ages. And Poirier was in trouble in multiple situations in that fight. Yeah, and just continued to fight through it, and you know, weighed the storm like he has in in other fights before. So he just he's he's a tough out the same way Gaethje's a tough out. So that's why you want to see fights like that. And skill sets match up, boxing kind of similar, ground game somewhat similar, you know. Uh, not really going to be a, a factor. Probably it's going to be a stand-up war. Uh, yeah. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got you know, Poirier's got a got a big problem ahead of him, and you know, Oliveira. Right as of now, if I'm putting on my unbiased hat, I'm probably picking Poirier. But I worry about a ground or a uh, grappling situation. You know. Yeah, I hear that. So let's get into the prelims a little bit and talk about some of the action that uh, went down. Alex Pereira. He's coming for Izzy, dude. Yo, dude. Uh, I mean, he was in trouble in that first round, as in, like, he got taken down and held down a little bit. That dude didn't do much, but the yeah. goal was to take the air out of him a little bit, and he hit him with a fucking insane flying knee out of nowhere and Empowered. just sent Andres Rough. into, you know, into orbit. And this guy's a problem, dude. I don't know who he's going to fight or what's next or, you know, any of that because you just have to see him. You want to see him fight a couple times, but... It, is he's in you know if Izzy's already talking about you in your first UFC fight? I know they have history and whatnot, but it's just that's a good sign, dude. That is a very yeah. very good sign. But they're gonna they're, they might uh, I wouldn't say they're gonna slow play him because I think he's like thirty something. Yeah, uh, but middleweight middleweight you can kind of do a little rushing. See there you go. Uh, middleweight you can you can rush you can rush people a little bit. I would be curious to see who they'd give him next. Maybe Phil Halls. Uh, uh, who else? Mearshart? Maybe uh, Nasty Mearshart? Shabazian? Uh, oh, nah, man. Edmund Shabazian needs to take, like, <laughs> Wellington Terman oh, or Sam no, Alvey. No, no, no. Come or, on. Like, Jamie leave Pickett, Wellington out of this, dude. Or, like, you know, Kevin Dustin Holland. Stoltzfus. Yeah. 
it's not Kevin Howell. Maybe not even Matthew Patolo. You know, I don't want to risk it because yeah, he might he might kill him. Maybe give him like Jack Marshman. Uh, Evan Shapazi needs needs somebody to help him out. Um, but no, I think Pereira can definitely rise rise quick. Maybe give him like literally anybody. You know, I guess outside the top fifteen or whatnot. But it'd be more just about getting him in the cage and seeing him again. You know, like yeah, it, maybe it, match him up with like other guys just to see how brutal striking really is. You know, maybe get him against some bigger 185 guys or moving down from two or five or something like, like uh, maybe Eric Anders, you know, he's kind of washed up. I think he also just took a fight for next week. Um, but interested to see how he does. How about Bobby green, dude? TKO yeah, finish, finish uh, of Al Iaquinta. That that shocked me. Not the, Al looked bad. Al looked horrible, dude. Uh, yeah. With all due respect, years, of course, right? but yeah, I mean, he did not look like his old old self at all, and it looks like uh, I don't know if cut watches in is in situation, but he, it looks retirement like, watch, it, yeah, Real retirement watch. or walk away watch, yeah, just let 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 it go. Watch it is starting to it's starting to approach that time because it was it's a long time from that uh, Khabib night, you know, 2018 was a long time ago. He hasn't fought since yeah. 2019 in the Dan Hooker fight, which. He got, you know, he got beat up a little bit, but it's just, I don't know. I, li- I like Al, so I struggle to, you know, but he, he stunk on Saturday night. And Bobby, I don't want to take away from Bobby Green, though. Bobby Green continues to impress me every time he goes out there, man. He is awesome fighting on his back foot. He continues to put offense on guy Like, even the Fazeev fight. He was backing he was up, and he was giving it to Fazeev because Fazeev couldn't get him out of there, and then he started to take over later on in the fight. This fight, he kind of dominated from the outset. Al was trying to put pressure on him, and Al was getting tuned up anytime he got inside the danger zone. And, uh, Dude, Fazeev is like, what is he? He's like the, the head striking coach at Tiger Muay Thai or, or, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, something crazy like that. He's like the lead boxing, whatever the fuck. Like, the fact that Bobby Green was able to just go toe-to-toe with him really was impressive. Man. Number 14 I in mean, the world. I, Quinta, you know, tried to box with Al Bobby Green, and that was not smart. Bobby Green was not getting hit. His defense is really good. He kind of leaves his chin out there to be hit sometimes, but he, he's really good at avoiding shots. Um, he, his shoulder roll is really good. He's, he's, he's done a really good job implementing that into his boxing, taking a little bit from Mayweather. And uh, a bunch of other Philly Paul fighters, um, but he, yeah, man, that's just the perfect one too. Put him out, and then he hopped on and finished him. Yeah, and it's you know I don't know who had those Bobby Green TKO tickets, but God bless you, man. I mean, he was a favorite, but you can cash those tickets out. You want to talk about an underdog winning, man? Chris Curtis Woo! TKO or just a straight up KO of Phil Halls, dude. And this was a shocker, big time shocker. He was getting beat up pretty bad too. Yeah, Phil Halls, man. Every fight, you know, he, he's getting better and better offensively, but he still is one shot, one clean, just counter away from him being fucked. Like he won't just get hurt; he will get hurt. He's done though. Done. Like he got hurt, and then he got hit with the left, and then he backed up, but he he wasn't like he didn't get fucked up from that shot. It was like. Ben Curtis came in here with like a little bit more, and then once he tried backing away, his legs just, I guess, he just fell. <laughs> Literally just fell. It was insane. And it was in the first round. He It was all, pretty much all Hawes from, from the beginning on. And yeah, from the last minute. I just, you know, uh, 
I'm trying to look back and see what exactly his number was on Saturday night. Was it minus 400? Three, 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 he was three plus 260 at 275. Oh, yeah, yeah. Curtis. Cur- yeah, Curtis. I wonder what inside the distance or first round was. <laughs> uh, Curtis inside the distance was plus five, uh, 425. Curtis to win in the first round was plus nine hundred on FanDuel. So there, there you Man, go, man. folks. That just shows you how crazy that it. was. What went down on Saturday night and good win for Chris Curtis. Uh, bad loss for Phil Halls. Uh, bad you know, loss. Feel like you. The good thing is Curtis is a vet. He's older. He's been in a lot more fights. He's been yeah. knocked out. He's knocked guys out. Not to be ashamed of, but I'm just saying like that. You, you really don't some, like to see him getting hurt like that every single fight you know yeah. like eventually it's going to be you know for a young rising contender like him and Shabazi you know Shabazi getting absolutely pummeled uh, that's not good for him man that, that that you know we'll talk about that next we can segue into it if you want but yeah go ahead. Uh, it, you know I just don't know why you know after fighting Derek Brunson at like 22 years old you know fighting in the UFC at like 2021 20, then he fights Jack Romanson who's you know, it's got some of the best top pressure in the UFC. He's a big dude. And then they they give him like a fallback fight. It's fucking Nazardine Imavov, like one of the one of the best strikers. Yeah, up and know, coming one of the prospects in, in the game. Easily, you know? especially at one eighty five. Nazardine Imavov is a monster, man. I saw it in in his last fight. You know, his his stand up was just so good when he um He put it on he, Ian Heinish. Like Ian Heinish. Yeah, I mean You it, know, Ian, Ian Heinish doesn't get he doesn't get finished, yeah. you know, at least that easily. When he got when he got kneed and then the ground and pound, he was like, it, you know, it made Imavov look like he was a minus 800 favorite. You know, Ian Heinish is, you know, is what he is, but he's fucking tough. Um, and Imavov hurt Halls, I believe, in, in, his, in his loss, which, you know, controversial loss. Um, beat Jordan, beat the shit out of Jordan Williams that whole fight. He's just gotten so much better, too. You know, that French, that French scene's getting... It's 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 getting his yeah, name. There's man. some scary guys Gon, coming out of there and girls. Gon, Firo, and and Imavov are all just these lethal strikers. And even um, Ferreziam, he's fighting this weekend against Terence McKinney, who's also a really good fighter. They use That's the front foot fight. incredibly. They keep that range, dude, Insane. and they just pick you apart if you step into a certain spot. And and uh, see, I mean, especially Imavov, his ground game, he it can match the uh, like. He's like a Dagestani dude that can strike, man. That that it's, just it's so terrifying. That's see... absolutely the worst combo you could ever imagine. <laughs> like an Nganu, but imagine Francis Nganu, but he's from Russia. He's from Dagestan originally. Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Not, no, we don't want nothing to do with that. That shouldn't happen. And then he's crucifixing you know, like, this poor kid, and he's just smashing oh him with God. elbows. Uh, you know, good luck. Gets... I, I want to see him like. Now let's fast track. Let's fast track our boy Imavov here. Well, what's yeah. next? What's next? Well, he's for still him, only twenty five. We gonna have him Chris beat Curtis. up Darren Till, dude? Is, is, is we gonna do this? <laughs> I want to <laughs> see Hamzat fight Sean Strickland. By the way, I want to get that out of the way. Let's. Oh, let, I would love that. Let's run Hamzat back in December against Sean Strickland. That's yeah. my matchmaking right there. Uh, but <laughs> like, what what do you do with Imavov? What's next? Do you, um. Well, he's gonna take. <laughs> it's funny because he's uh, twelve right now. Is he? Yeah, I guess because what's they his name? Uh, John Anik said he was. It was funny because he said it like with such ab- absolute. He said he was taking Shabazian's um, spot in the rankings. I was like, yeah, maybe he's still um, ranked though. Shabazian. Yeah, he's fifteen, and even about what you said, twelve, right? Yep. So I would like to see him fight like Till or Hall, 
or, yeah. um, you know, maybe Paulo if, wow. if somebody had to pull out, you know, Jack? And, uh, yeah, I would like to see him fight anybody. Honestly, like he's, he's fucking scary and he's not scared of anybody. He's still young. So, you know, maybe giving Chris Weidman as a sacrificial lamb and then, uh, no, we don't have to do that. But maybe Brad Tavares, honestly, I think that would be a pretty good fight. Brad Tavares is a veteran. Uh, he's got pretty good wrestling. Uh, his striking's getting a lot better too, honestly. Yeah, but um, we're we're fighting up. <laughs> hey, he's up. He's I uh, know he's he's only one spot up. Hey, he's up though. Um, yeah, oh yeah, he is know. actually he up there too. I, didn't, I, I just still... skipped right over his name. Yeah, good for Brad Tavares, yeah, man. Go. Let's fight Brad Tavares, get him out of here, and then we'll fight yeah. Sean. <laughs> now, who's gonna fight Sean Strickland though? He got his fight canceled. Then there's just nothing. I haven't seen he's anything. Fight, um, Phil Halls. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. But you saw he was in uh, Chris Curtis's corner. Yeah, that's that's what made me like uh, think about him because, I mean, he was free. He was losing his mind. He's giving these weird ass interviews on fucking uh, Errol Hawani talking about he wants Dude, to kill this guy and he hates weird. everyone. Uh, he just sketches he's me out, weirdo. man. But, uh, but Shabazi and back to him. He, um, you know, he, uh, he he's a fucking he's a tough guy, dude. He was in some deep deep guillotines and he got out. And yeah. then he even put Imavov in a guillotine. He didn't yeah. have it for long, but he it was fucking tight for a, for a split second. He's really talented, really talented. The fact that he was, you know, I know the cut in round one was from an eye poke, which blows my mind because it looked like a pretty kind of bad cut. The yeah. fact that it was from an eye poke is crazy. But, you know, he, he can strike and he can do some things. The problem is he just get, he takes too much punishment. And he's just in there with guys that he should be fighting, man. He's 23. You know, he's still, I think, like one of the five, ten youngest fighters in the UFC. Like, you know, he's fighting a guy like Nazardine Imavov after fighting Derek Brunson. And Jack Hermanson, it's again, it's just uh, you know, it's fucked up. Tavardian's mismanaging uh, another fighter, it seems, or I guess he's not the manager, but just serving him up to get killed by these other guys. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, so. yeah. Never, you gotta, you gotta help your guy out as much as you possibly can. You can't be scared of anyone, but you know, you gotta, gotta try and help him out. Once I saw Imovov when, when when he got side control, I was like, oh no, I think he's gonna try to get crucifix. And it's really hard to get and and hold. Oh uh-huh. man, he when when he got it, that was John Jones, Vladimir Matyushenko. Like you know, he was just every single one of them was just landing. I thought he opened up both eyes. I don't think he did, but it, his his face was busted. How about uh, how about our boy, fucking Ireland's own Ian Gary, man, with a yeah. with a one punch fucking Fraudulent just rock the world of Jordan Williams and gets the, gets the finish right before the end of the first round. Ian Gary, part of the, the takeover first, part but... two, baby. You did not hear the bell first. You all you heard was the uh, Irish national anthem playing in the background as Ian yeah. Gary Who comes to it? take over. I have no idea, you tell dude. Me. What does it matter? Yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Doesn't matter. Anyone can <laughs> sing it. Let's go. <laughs> Ireland's own the future. Dude, his 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 talk on the mic made me cringe. He was like trying to be McGregor in his own different way. And it did not work. He sounded his voice is just like not, not. It's just funny. I just laugh at him when he talks. He was getting pieced up by Jordan Williams, um, but man, he he hits hard. His you know his offense is good. His offense uh, is very good. <laughs> his he, defense not is not quick. so good though. He's not as quick as I'd like at one seventy. I think I like to see he have him have quicker hands. But he hits hard. He kicks hard. Uh, he's tough as fuck. Obviously, going to be tough. You know, he was getting he was he was getting beat up a little bit in there and you know, stand in there and. That slip and dip, uh, followed by the straight counter right on the button, dude. Perfect shot. Jordan Williams was donezo right at the end of the first. Um, we'll see who they give him next. He's still young, you know. 
He's even said himself. Hamza. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good God. I so you hungry, want, brother. Feed does me more. Chmive want to eat every Irish fucking... Yes, I feed no. more, brother. They call me wolf. <laughs> he's scary, but no. I don't know who... Uh, you know, Ian Gary's definitely got some talent. I just think he's... You know, the way he fights with his hands down, especially backing up, it's insane. It's, it's kind of scary. You know, I kind of... I'm like trying to yell through my TV my laptop like yo put your hands up like yeah what are you doing? dude especially when you're packing <laughs> up like dude put just put put your hands up when these fuck fucking kicks Holy are flying shit. your way and these crazy like left so hand bad. bombs are uh, are just grazing your chin barely missing you and his nose got chewed up yeah i would do want to see some better defense but you know it was good to see him get the finish because it it seemed like he was getting beat up in the beginning of that first and you know good three minutes of the fight started to turn around there towards the end he was able to get those counter strikes and then the seminal blow finally but i do want i just want to see him fight more you know fight someone else it's just you know it's very early on for the uh the takeover you know in the takeover stage so we need another fight hopefully soon probably february maybe you know like guys like that you need to fight sleeps him there's yeah like this is the thing though you need to prove it you know like it manier lazis manier lazis anyone anyone at 170 he needs to fight they they can get it that's what it needs to be the mentality He needs like five, six, seven fights. You know, like he needs to, to rack up the fight. Think about how many times Connor fought before anyone Randy really, Brown. you know, cared about him. So fight the rude boy, well, dude. I, I still don't care about him. So. Yeah, you do. You love him, dude. You all love him. <laughs> uh, how about this, though? In all seriousness, well, this is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Chris oh, Barnett, man. dude, our boy, friend of the podcast, Huggy Bear, a.k.a. Beast Boy, dude. F- spinning wheel kick and punches finishes Jean Volante, and I mean, there's not, I'm, there's not, I don't know, man. There's not a bet on earth that you could have told me that that guy. Like, if you told me before the fight this guy's gonna spinning wheel kick him, we would have <laughs> laughed about it and been like, haha, that's hilarious. I, I can't. It was amazing to see it happen. I don't know, dude. Struggle for words when stuff like that happens. I mean, he yeah. finished him and then did the flip onto his butt, and then that was nuts. The he danced on the way crazy. out. It, it was just Stuck incredible. Volante, thank you for always being a source of uh, cash, though, while you were around. Yeah. I don't know if he retired. I think he did. It was. He should. It was. Thank you for like. I want to seriously thank him though because he, every time he fought, I knew he was going to lose. Like, in these last couple ones, what is it, the last four ones? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ed, Herm- Ed Herman, I didn't know. Nobody, I'll be honest, I didn't know that night. Dude, Sam, Sam Alvey, I thought, like, look, at, dude, he had four split decisions in a row. That's just the kind of fighter he usually has been. And he's lost yeah. to Jake Collier. That's all I needed to know. Maurice Green. Yeah. Maurice uh, Green, when he choked him from the bottom. Oh, my God. That was so bad, dude. So, so yeah, Volante's you know, gotta thank you, up. thank you for Volante, but uh, Chris Barnett, good for him, man. He he's exciting. Want to see? He's a nice, you know, random Saturday fight uh, card you can throw him on, and uh, good for him to get get the big knockout like that and get some fucking money, dude. Gets to get fifty G's. Fuck yeah. Uh, Dustin Jacoby, uh, not much, not much to say here in these first couple ones. They were kind of uh, boring. Easy win. Yeah, Dustin Jacoby, pretty much an easy win. Uh, John John Allen. Powerful, but not much other than that. He kind of was able to hit some shots and aggressive, but didn't have the technique. I would say that Jacoby did. Melsic Bogdasarian and uh, Bruno so- uh, Bruno Souza. It seemed Souza was his first fight, so it just seemed like he 
was a little late to what was going on, and uh, Bogdasarian had a real good start, but uh, I think, if I remember correctly, kind of like ran out of gas. Not gassed out, but just his offense didn't have the same uh, pop on it towards the end there. Yeah. And uh, Odie Osborne was able to outlast the decision against CJ Vergara, who took a little long to get going again. In a UFC debut, missing weight, he, uh, you know, he, he ran out, ran out of gas. Not he didn't run out of gas, but he figured it out too late. Started to take Odie down. Uh, I think he for sure won the last round uh, on all cards, and uh, second round was up for grabs. All three judges gave it to Odie Osborne, and uh, I think he, I think he deserved it. So. Good for Odie Osborne. It's a big win. He need, you know, that guy needed to get back into the uh, the w- winning thing after getting, uh, you know, need needing the head by Manel Cop in a fight that he was Oof. doing good in. You know, so I I always feel bad for those guys. You know, because it's obviously part of the game. But when you're doing good in a fight and then it just, you know, you get flatlined like that. Poor like that poor Michaelitis, like we were talking about earlier. You know, he was doing doing oh, what he was supposed yeah. to do, and then all of a sudden he woke up and the ref was like, "Hey man, stop wrestling me." Yeah, shut yeah. off. Yeah, so I feel bad for him. Uh, quickly, wanted to talk about Canelo. Uh, yeah. What did you did you get to see the fight? I, I was able to pull it up on the phone. Yeah. And, I was uh, trying to watch him at the same time uh, as the Rose fight. I was yeah. watching that primarily, and then I kept switching. It was it was hard. Did you see Dana um, watching the the Canelo fight on the on the well, on, yeah, at, man, uh, side? Uh, I don't blame him. Uh, he had hundred G's yeah. on it, dude. Yeah. I didn't win much. Well, I won 40 Gs. I would yeah. say. TKO, dude. I shouldn't say much, but uh, yeah. How about that? A quick, quick 40, 40K come up for Dana White. Like, must be nice, huh? Must be nice, dude. I guess you got to, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, yeah. know when to run. This was one of those times when you don't fold them. But I don't know why yeah. why I just said that. But <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know, it. It was a I I, I, didn't, I can't say I paid attention the whole time because there was so much shit going on that you know. it was pretty good. Like you know, I don't think it was ama- it wasn't great. You know, my dad, for for example, didn't think it was a good fight, but you know, old man, I, it was okay. It was good. Uh, Plant was there. You know, he wasn't going away. He was kind of because he's that's what I noticed. Bigger. Like he he he's was big, he, he was wet, he's a, very big. Sorry, God. No, he's a big dude. Like Canelo, you know, it's going to take him. So he's going to he's going to lose some rounds. He's going to you know give away some rounds. Floyd would give away rounds. Uh, one, you know, usually it was always the first, and that was it. But Canelo, it just you know sy- systemically breaks fighters down. Yeah, I think I said that right. Uh, he you know don't he goes to the body so well, and then it just opens up the top, and he just he goes after everybody's orbital. He has like a collection of. His opponent's broken bones somewhere. Caleb Plant broke his orbital. Um, he definitely, I don't know what he did to Amir Khan, but he you know, smoked him up. He took uh, Kel Brook's orbital. He's just dangerous, man. He hits you right where you, just right right in the best spots with the best shots, you know, the uppercuts, the straight rights. His jab's so good. He's so good defensively, too. He pressures you. His counters, uh, like I said about his body work, like, Billy Joe Saunders took you know took his eye. It's two guys in a row he's fought. He's broken the orbitals. Um, you know he put Sergey Kovalev out cold. Yeah, That's a legend. That, that was heavyweight. You know for how old he is, didn't matter. He put him out cold. Like he's you know he's had some close fights. Billy Joe you know was was, was somewhat respectable in there for eight rounds. Uh, Calum Smith you know went the distance. Kovalev was beating him, and you know some people scorecards. Daniel Jacobs was. Give him a close fight. The Golovkin fights were close. He, he he will be in close fights. Canelo will. 
But man, that always finds is, a way to win, man. It's it, it. He will find it. He will find you. And when he when he hurts you, he will finish you very quickly. He did it to Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant was like, you know, turned his back and was like trying to run away. You know, he he just he does things to guys that has never happened to them before. That yeah, they don't even know. He makes them look like they've never like all of a sudden have never been in a fight before, and it's like crazy. Yeah, and, and that's nothing against those guys because I could not imagine what it's like to be in there with Canelo because he yeah, fuck that. is fucking relentless. He never stops, and like you said, like he he'll be in close fights, but he's never like out. He just continues to come. You're gonna have to put him out. He's going out on his. He's always coming. Like, he's yeah. Coming hard. He's coming hard, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, but he he looked awesome. And I, what's next for him? Like, um, who do, who, what I don't do you, know. Uh, I would like to see him fight David Benavidez, I think. But, you know, I think he, he beats David Benavidez. Um, you know, I'm not sure if he was actually, you know, serious about moving up to 175 potentially. I think I, I think he could do it. You know, I've seen him do it at 168. You know, 175 is just – there's a scary guy up there by the name of Artur Betterbiev from Dagestan. Yeah, we have a Dagestani boxer. Fuck. He is terrifying. He is terrifying. Um, there's also a Dmitry Bivol. I believe he's Polish. He's also terrifying. Um, so I mean, I think he can move up to 175 and win something. Uh, I just I, I don't know if, if that's what he wants to do. Um, what about? I, I don't know. I'm seeing uh, it's either uh, David Benavidez or Jamel Charlo. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Charlo wants that work. I love Charlo. Like as a buy, I think both Charlos are fucking very talented, but they're not. They, you know, once they feel that power, man, they are going to go down. You know, I've already seen both Charlos, you know, kind of struggle, kind of peak plateau a little bit boxing wise. Um, they they both hit hard. I just don't know if they can hit Canelo. You know, they're both wild. I, I think those are. I think it's a huge, huge mismatch uh, in favor of Canelo. I think he puts him out fucking early, man. Like I could see it, I could see him putting Charlo out the first, but usually, usually he's slow in the beginning just so he can counter them, go to the body. Uh, Benavidez would be a good matchup. Benavidez is probably the best guy at 168. Other than him, I think uh, Benavidez is better than Plan even. But I, you know, I don't really give Benavidez much of a shot to win. They're saying, is it possible the winner of the uh, Triple G fight? Could be. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! You don't want to see you that again, that. right? Uh, no. no. Uh, and Murata, I, I believe his name is Murata. Kyoji Murata. I'm seeing Ryoto Murata. Ryoto, Ryoto, not Kyoto. She's. He's good. He's he's pretty solid, and he's young. And Triple G is not. Uh, Triple G, I think, might have lost to Sergey Devryanchenko. So you're, you're we'll saying see. I, you might see an upset then. I yeah I'm gonna you know I'm gonna monitor that line I don't know if I can find an, a line on Bovada I can check real quick I think I might take a take a swig on old old Murata let's see what his odds are I think they're come they're fighting soon What about uh, Anthony Durrell who was able to fucking flatline great win on the fucking great punch not man. flatline him but you know turned his legs into absolute rubber Demetrius Andrade. Andrade, uh, is that how you uh, would say that? K nine, K two, whatever his nickname is. Yeah, uh, Darrell, David Benavidez is on here. I'm just reading all. There's like a thing, light heavy. Darrell's just a bit Artur old. better Durrell, be. If that's what I, 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 that sounds scary. like something I would want to see, dude. Sixteen and 0, 16 knockouts. 
This dude looks like he's from Dagestan. Terrifying. Um, he fought against who did he just fight? He put somebody in a retirement. Um, I bet on the other guy. It was really close until oh, what was his fucking name? He's from Ukraine. Oh, uh, Gavochik, Alexander Gavochik. Uh, the fucking guy retired after fighting this dude. Better be have so. Yeah, I would too. So better be have fighting Marcus Brown December seventeenth. Marcus Brown was on the same Olympic uh, boxing team as. Um, Errol Spence and Terrell Gaucher, who won a belt at 160. Marcus Brown has won a belt at 175. So that 2012, I think, 12, 2012 box team, really good, really good team. Looking back on three champs, Marcus Brown's probably going to get put out bad against uh, Better Be Ev. He's going to be number 17. He is just a number, number, a number statistic. Seems to me like the boxing game is. Uh starting to get a little bit of traction, in, at least in my mind, and, and it's, it's a little hot right now, man. I, I, I mean, want... dude, you got Tyson Fury breaking, you know, d- doing all these things at heavyweight that, that hasn't been done. Then you got Triple G doing things, or uh, Canelo doing things that haven't been done. You know, you got guys like Spence. Pacquiao is even still fighting. Like, Yeah, you got some big there, names. There's a, and, there's a lot going on, low-key. Yeah, and, and you got a lot of uh, intrigue and just different guys that I want to see fight now that I see them do crazy shit and hear their name all the time, and I'm like, yeah, that, you know, like I, that's why I love doing this podcast, and I look up, right. I'm like, oh, this guy's fighting this weekend. Like, this guy's fighting this weekend. Just awesome this being weekend, a fight fan. David Benavides. Exactly. And, and, that, and uh, that's one of the guys we just talked about for Canelo, and right. the list Jaime, goes on. Uh, Jaime Munguia is fighting on his own. He's a bit of a fraud, in my opinion. He was supposed to be a top <laughs> prospect. <laughs> He was supposed to be a top prospect, and they were trying to fast-track him to Canelo. I saw him fight once, and he just didn't look good. And ever since, he's been looking like a bum. So I I don't think he's good at all. What about that's, Usman? That's... Who? Usman. Kamaru? Yeah, against Canelo. Or Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I think uh, that would be a good fight. <laughs> I would, but they, no, we... I'd do Usman. Yeah. yeah, how about have Khabib come back and fight Usman for the 170 title, dude? Let's just do and it. The winner fights Usman Nurmagomedov. Oh, let's go, dude. And just you unify the uh, the Usman Nurmagomedov titles. That dude's going to win the belt. All right, we have to stop easily. talking some dumb shit, dude. All right, let's go, let's go to Bellator. Uh, <laughs> we have quick. more boxing. Terrence, oh. if you want to. We can just, just – uh, it's not this weekend, but it's next weekend. Terrence Crawford is fighting Sean Porter. Oh, uh, yeah. Just in case you guys did not know, give you a uh, – Two week heads up. Yeah, make also sure later this month, Teofimo. Uh, Teofimo is back. Finally, um, finally, I think. Is he fighting George Cambosos, dude? Or no? I think it's finally gonna happen. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. Under what banner, dude? Who, who, who's who's promoting uh, this? Fucking I think they're fight? on the zone. I think they're on the zone now. You see the trailer card? Because I, I thought the zone was going out of business, but <laughs> no, I did not. Um, Unfortunately, Frank Mears fighting someone. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Frank Mir's fighting a dude who like just retired and fought like uh what's his name? Joshua? It's like Anthony? Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's oh uh, Anthony Ku- Joshua? Kubrat Pulev. Oh my god, he's fighting Frank Mir? Yeah, dude. Mike Perry's fighting dude, he's somebody. Gonna, he's gonna kill him. Kubrat Pulev is like six ten. I don't know what the what the what the plan is here. It's like is it like some I think it's like some sick fucking like cross <laughs> Uh, in a nine-round mixed bow, mixed rules bout. Nine. Dude. Yeah, mixed okay, rules. Okay, Pulev is only six four, but he's huge, dude. He's from Bulgaria. They called him Zikobra. Matt Mitrail versus Alexander Flores, dude. Where is this happening? This is going to occur 
in Arlington, Texas, at Globe Life Field. Oh man, no surprise. It's a nice, nice, nice uh, November twenty seventh. Dude, I'm in there. Oh, I mean, uh, was that like uh, Thanksgiving weekend or something like that, dude? That there's probably nothing going <laughs> you guys on. Are getting, Absolutely, yeah. Sakio uh, Bika. Bika. Yeah. Yeah. Seven round bout against Mike Perry. Get, dude, is this actually a thing? This Sakio is real. Is Derek Campos him. and Brant and Brian Vera. Is this just a UFC boxing crossover? I'm kind of confused. Yeah, that's what it What's is. What's this event called? It's uh, what is it? Triller Triad Combat announces lineup with Frank Mir versus Kubrat Pulev headliner, Mike Perry special believe. MMA versus boxing rule set. I can't. I can't lie. I think I might have to tune in for this. I'm in. Listen, dude. I, I watched. Uh, I was watching uh, that Austin McBroom gentleman beat the fucking brakes off of Bryce Hall. Dude, so. <laughs> I, I I watched I watched Lamar Odom beat the shit out of Aaron Carter. I watched uh, this Masvidal, shit, dude. I do dude, this for you news. people, dude. What? Breaking news: Masvidal has pulled out of his fight with Leon Edwards. No way, really? Yeah. For what? Injury, undisclosed. I so hungry, brother. Shemayev and Leon, get him I, in there. I so hungry. I going I going to smash everybody. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, I hope. Did, did, is there any uh, talks of maybe finding the replacement, or are they just going to bag it? They, I don't think they can just bag it. They were promoting it as like the third big fight of the night, so they're going to need something else, don't you think? There's no update on what they're going to do. Yeah. Oh man, I hope. I hope. Uh, hey man, I, I, I was thinking about getting the blog going and writing some articles. Maybe I'll write. Maybe I'll flash up an article who I think he should fight Hamza Chimaev. He definitely should just fight Hamza Chimaev, dude. What are we there doing here? Come on. The wolf feed, feed him, dude. He's hungry. I want more. I so I so let's, hungry. Let's book these fights. I the wolf. I going to eat you, brother. We can just match make if they want. Yeah, why not? Uh, so I did want to talk about this weekend's upcoming card. We talked about enough nonsense, I would say, and then we'll you know get into some news to close it out because there is um, amazingly there is more news, and I, I can't I, I can't believe that. I'm trying to just put it out of my mind that Masvidal's pulling out of that fight. I I, I don't know what's uh, maybe maybe he's yo maybe he's pulling out of that fight so he can fight uh, Colby. I can't believe Frank Mir is boxing Kubrat Pulev. Yeah, that's nuts. I'm gonna we'll talk our conspiracy theories next week. Hopefully by next week we have an answer of what's going on and what. I you know. probably not. Yeah, maybe maybe by the maybe by fight day we'll know when it where it's fighting and where it's going. Uh, were you talking about the Mir fight? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, that's it. That's nonsense. I was talking about the Masvidal <laughs> fight, dude. That, yeah, that oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope let's we just. Real... Yeah. Let's get to the real shit, dude. Uh, Max Holloway, Yair Rodriguez this weekend. Ooh. I mean, I, talk about shocking odds, dude. Oh, you know what? I do want to say about the Bellator. Uh, Peter Quelly, he got cleaned out. Shout out to Peter Quelly and James oh, Gallagher got out grappled by Patchy Mix. Uh, shout out to Patchy sleep. Mix. He's nice. And uh, but he did come in overweight, so Patchy Mix got to make weight. And then, also, stand up didn't look really that good. And then I'll give you the stamp of approval. But the, the fights were good. The crowd was awesome. The Irish crowd is awesome. You can't even hate that on that. Was pretty awesome. But other than yeah, that, it was it was fun to watch. John McCarthy, I love on on the call. And uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, yep. Max Holloway minus seven twenty, dude. I I Damn, actually cannot believe really? that. Yeah, it's he's minus seven twenty this weekend. Against Holy Yair shit. Rodriguez, who's plus five hundred. I mean, I get it, you know, but goddamn. What are, what are we gonna do here, dude? 
we are gam. I mean, we basically are a gambling podcast. So, good question. I'm probably not touching that. <laughs> Maybe inside the distance because I can see him finishing it. You're 100. percent You know, five rounds. TKO is plus 130. There you go. That um, might be the move. They they have uh, Holloway wins by decision plus 100. Yeah, I hear you would think if he's not going to win, it's just going to get finished. You're right, right? So, I mean, I, I do you yeah. think Yair has yeah. any chance to win this fight? I, I see oh, everyone the way everyone's sorry. talking about it is like Yair has absolutely no chance, and I, no, I can I, I can see I can see how that how we think that, but I mean, dude, I don't know. I, I guess that's why he's he's plus five hundred. I I, I want to believe that there's a you know. That he had, there's a route to victory, but I mean, he was losing the Korean zombie fight. He got brutalized by Frankie Edgar. He hasn't really fought anyone, right? You would have to catch Max, and obviously, that's and Max is by far the best guy he fought. Yeah, and you know, other than Korean zombie, and Korean zombie was like we just said, just was getting beat. The Jeremy Stevens, we you know, he's been finished by everyone since. So. It looks like the prelims of this card are better than the main card, which is hilarious. Pretty amazing, but Ben Rothwell, Marcos Hajerio de Lima is that can't be the co-main event, surely, right? I don't know, dude. I oh think it might gosh. be, bro. What about Chaos Felicia Williams Spencer. and Miguel Baeza, dude? That's got to be uh, up there somewhere. But I guess we'll find Felicia it. So what is your official Spencer pick here? Are you are you making a pick here? Don't look too yeah, far down. You got to you got to keep your eyes on on the road, dude. Come on. <laughs> I got Max. Max, uh, max by round, what? Death, dude. Fourth round TKO. Fourth round TKO. Okay. I think uh, it'll be a standing finish. It it just gonna be too much unanswered shots. Ref's gonna step in. I, I yeah. I'm going. I'm going Max Holloway TKO. That that's that plus one thirty is too nice of a number to not uh, to sit on the sidelines and. I just worry. I worry. I don't like that. I mean, maybe no. I want to dabble on the five plus five hundred because I just that's that's what they want me to do though. That's why that number's out there. They want yeah, they want me to bet because they know there's no chance Holloway loses this fight, and he's probably getting the next title shot right after this. I mean, uh, it's it can't hit, run the back th- for a third time. I mean, that just well. yeah. I can just see the hear the sadness in your voice when I just made you answer that question, but. <laughs> Um, ben Rothwell and Marcus Ruggiero de Lima, dude. How how you feeling about this one? Uh, hopefully it gets canceled. Jesus, dude. Uh, Somebody has to get COVID, right? Oh, my God. I it can't, can't be that bad, can it? It can't be the co-main. Dude, it de is, Lima, dude. On Tapology, it is the uh, Marcus, Marcus Ruggiero de Lima. He's is, terrible. It's like a poor man's like surreal gun. If you like left him in, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> he just got smoked on a fucking uh, forearm choke by Alexander Romanov. And his uh, best win is like fucking Murray Screen or Ben Sassoli. Ben Sassoli, that guy is not even a real person. Come on, man. He got von Flu choked by fucking OSP. Uh, I mean, Mike Kyle beat him in strike force <laughs> like twelve years ago. <laughs> in like the first strike force Grand Prix semifinal. Um yeah, this dude's just not good. The fact that he's in a co main is, is funny enough. But with Ben Rothwell Ben Rothwell decision. Does that sound about right? Ben, ben Rothwell fat. No, he's he he hey Ben Rothwell finished Chris Barnett, all right, so He did. He beat up Chris Barnett pretty good. <laughs> Rothwell bad. plus two fifty TKO. 
Rothwell by decision is dehydration. Well, you think it's gonna be like a dot out five thousand and fucking uh, Kimbo? <laughs> rest in peace, rest of soul. But rest in peace to both of them. Kimbo, really, dude? I didn't know. No, I think Don. No, Dada <laughs> didn't. He's not dead, but he did die that night. Oh Jesus, dude! Oh my god! His heart stopped four times. Yeah, that is crazy. He had like four heart attacks. That is absolutely insane. Uh, he outlived Kimbo. Who do we got here? Huh? Rothwell. Um, yeah. I mean, he just talked about how much he stinks. How much the delay well, mistakes. So. That was much better. Minus yeah, 150? Just a money line? Or you, you yeah. like uh, inside the distance? I don't know. I, I don't think he, I don't like him to finish him. So give me give me like Ben Rothwell. Line, yeah, give, give me minus line. 150, dude. <laughs> uh, Felicia Spencer versus a uh, woman called Leah Letson. Yeah. She like just fought in the contender series and is already made Already funny on the main card. And she, she won a split um, decision on the contender she series. She barely beat fucking, what's her name? The Russian sounding name, but I think she's Swedish. She uh, lost on the contender Story series Rinko. to Macy Chase on. She's fucking Lithuanian, whatever the fuck. Yeah, she barely beat Stolyarenko, and Stolyarenko's not good. So Felicia Spencer. That was three years ago, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's the only That's t- not good, <laughs> dude. That's not good. She's going to get smoked. What's I the number? How long ago it was. What is um, the number? Well, Hold on. Thankfully, she's fighting... Minus 310? Hmm. 325 on Bavada. Thankfully, she's fighting a woman in Felicia Spencer's, you know, seemingly checked out, it seems. Spencer but, by what? Decision is... Minus 105? But butt strikes. Leah Letzing should get finished, though. Don't you think? Yeah. Give me Probably. Spencer inside the distance plus two twenty five. Write it this down. This lady looks like a server at Cracker Barrel. I don't think she's I'm. I'm out of Letson. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like she's gonna get finished, man. I don't, I don't think you bet. You haven't been in there yeah. for three years, and you're fighting Felicia Spencer. But Felicia Spencer has a tendency to just let you lay on the fence and and yeah, grind you Spencer, out. If you have any, if this Leah Letson chick has like a jab in her arsenal, which I'm sure she doesn't, <laughs> uh, she, she she would be she would be able to. Probably win a decision against Felicia Spencer, but uh, Jesus, we're we'll we're being mean today. Sonya Dung, <laughs> Sonya Dung is fighting tonight or uh, on oh, Saturday dude, night. Good fight with Julio Arce. Yeah, uh, Sonya Dung is a. I don't like him based off the fact that he wins decisions that he. I I feel like he shouldn't win all the time, and it's not his fault Kung at all. Kung Fu Monkey, but he, you he like the Kung Fu Monkey. He did beat Casey Kenny. Uh, Do you I'll, think he's actually twenty three? I feel like he's probably like thirty. Uh, dude, uh, the amount of fights that he has, that's what blows my mind. He was fighting in 2013. He has yeah, a professional fight years. from 2013. He's 23 years old. How How old was he? 15, I guess. Dude, are you kidding me? Allegedly. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. Apparently, you can go pro 15 or 16, and he did, but I well, don't. Well, and Pacquiao doing that shit? Again, you know, things are going over there. Uh, Song Yudong lost to Kyler the, Phillips, though. Yeah. So the thing with Arce though, he knocked out Andre Yule, almost beat Dawadu, almost beat Shaman Rise, knocked out Arosa. Like he's pretty good. He beats Dan Ige, fifty K Ige. Um he lost to Kel Kelleher twice back in like uh whatever the fuck uh, uh Ring Combat. The Ring Combat had some guys before I think I folded. So Arce's pretty good, man. Like this is actually a good fight. Like just like the Chaos and Baeza fight, like I don't really know. You know, they're both kinda close. I think I'd go Song. I think I trust his wrestling more. Um, just like with Chaos, I think I trust Baez's boxing more. 
Um, but they're both really good fights. The fact that I think they're both on the prelims is kind of sad. Yeah, it's you know, it, it's actually yeah, I don't know why Ben. If you take Ben Rothwell off, this is probably. Card, I mean, Felicia Spencer's yeah. on the main card too, so. You know, Dawkins fights scratch. I should say so Leah Letson. Leah Letson is actually on the. And honestly, I'm never going to let anyone tell me to not take Norma Dumont in a fight again. So the next time Norma Dumont fights, I'm firing how's, her money line, dude. So how is Leah Letson on the main card, but Cynthia Calvillo is not? I don't no. know. It's because she's fighting Felicia Spencer, and Felicia Spencer fought for a title. It's, it's, okay. I think it's as far no as it goes. Uh. So what? Uh, what, what? I guess we should talk about Baeza and Chaos. That's yeah, that's going to be an awesome Baeza. fight, dude. It's a, a really good fight. I thought Baeza he had a really good fight with Ponzi Nibio in his last fight. Pons, as you call him. Pons and Ponzi scheme, and so he looked really good. Pons just looked fucking like himself, you know, which doesn't happen all the time. But yeah, I guess I got Baeza. I don't really trust Chaos. He's he's a lot of chaos, but. Um, I'm going chaos here. No, all right. Uh, Baeza just didn't show me enough uh, against Pons, and and you know obviously Pons walked him down towards the end of that fight. He had a good, you know, beginning first round, and Pons is uh, you know you can say what you want about him, but he's not exactly the fighter he was before he took that layoff. Let's just say that uh, whatever the reasoning for that layoff was, maybe a positive drug test or something like that. Who knows? Whoa, whoa, but uh, whoa. I'm not making any ag- accusations. I'm just saying it just seems like this guy, you know, I don't know what happened to this guy, man. He's got a bunch of surgeries and stuff, but why, you know, now you got Siri, me in here. Allegations. Yeah, now you got me in here talking shit about Pons. I don't want to do this. Yeah, but. you better watch yourself, dude. The Argentinian. Pons is number 13 now. He should fight Li Jiang Liang. Do that. Do yeah. that again. That'd be a good fight. They already fight? No. Who who's it? who did he get cleaned out by when he came back? Wasn't it Lee? Was it the leech? Uh, it might have been. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't want to talk about pawns for too long, so but I I'm just going chaos. I feel like he'll be able to I don't think he'll I guess wait the way uh, or or not be able to finish him the way Pons wasn't able to finish him. You know, I feel like he's gonna hit yeah. he's gonna hit Baeza with something that's gonna gonna rock his world and change the, you know alter this fight. And I don't know if I'm gonna tell you to take TKO or not, but I think uh, I just think the money line plus plus one twenty that's good enough. You know, so give me chaos. All right, I'm here for it. Why not? Uh, so what is next? Maybe Moises and Alvarez. Wow. That's a pretty good fight too, dude. I would love to see Joel Alvarez uh, get this win. I think it's just kind of a, not a great matchup for him. It's been a little bit since we've seen it. It's been about a year since he fought Yakolev, and he and he, he tapped out Yakolev. But Yakolev yeah. is not on the level that <clears throat> Tiago Moises is on. Joe Duffy. Yeah, Moises just fought. Yeah. Moises, you know, fought Islam Makhachev and went to the fourth round, which is phenomenal. But he went to the fourth round with him. And, you know, he got, he got a rear naked choke, but he beat Bobby Green. He's beat Alexander Hernandez, Michael Johnson. Like, good experience, though, good man, being in the three octagon with someone like that, you know? Went the distance with Darius when he was, like, 24. Uh, even Robert Wat- Watley back in the day. Robert Watley was supposed to be, a, you know, a top a top prospect. And he was really good back in the day. I, I, don't, I think he was in PFL for a little, and he, he lost a couple. But <clears throat> Tiago Moises is good, man. I, I'd probably trust him more. I don't know if his... I don't know if he can stand and trade with Joel Alvarez. Joel Alvarez has good kicks, good good jab. Uh, I think he's probably going to control him on the ground, though, and win a decision. Yeah, and that's that's exact. I feel the exact same way. So, 
what are we looking at decision? I love to see Alvarez win though. I love my my Spaniard. Moises by decision is plus one hundred. Right down the line. So if you want Ooh. something even money, take that. If you want to throw Moises in one of your parlays, which we like to do here on the podcast, yes, that's uh that's not a bad move. I I'm I'm I am i am riding with that one hundred percent. Uh so what would you say is next is Andre Lee? Is that the next uh one to talk Hell about? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a. Now, the more I look about this, man, this is a pretty good card, dude. It's not that bad. It's not um, as bad as I, I actually like. <laughs> it's the, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, apparently. <laughs> I actually like Calvillo a lot here. She's only minus one thirty on Bavada. I think she. I think she beats Andrea Lee very handily. To be fair, though, we are an, we are an anti Andrea Lee podcast, pretty much. Uh, yeah, we, you know, she, uh, she's been involved in some shady yeah, stuff. Yes. You know, we just uh, you know and. and we were wrong about the Shevchenko fight, which has very much hurt our feelings. <laughs> uh, and anytime you like lose it. to Roxanne, who is fighting in yeah. her 50th fight uh, coming up, uh, you know, that's she, never a good, never good badge. 25 and 25. Never a good badge of honor in my mind. So, yep, give me Sydney Calvillo, who was just finished re- pretty recently, though, right? Yeah, but that's Andrade, man. That's a big drop off from fucking Jessica Andrade to Andre Lee. Andre Lee does not have any kind of power. Dynamic striking at all, like kind of a quick so turnaround. Though, take, if you got finished by she's punches, she's so easy. She's so easy to take down. Calvillo should be able to like thirty twenty seven her with fucking ease. I think I might like put a decent amount on her money line. Honestly, I don't know why she's not a bigger favorite. I'm gonna have to see, check around, see uh, what's going on. Yeah, call your uh, sources over there and just see if yeah. she's like his training camp see going all right. Going like in, you know how we're KGB feeling. Camp. <laughs> so you're going Calvillo big time. That's your yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking here for the number. We got a minus 130. You think she finished? It's probably a decision. Yeah. Just I, mean, I guess she can finish her submission, but of course. Like, but just, she's gonna win. Inside the up. distance is plus 450. Straight up. And uh, decision right. is plus 120. But I would. Um, I'm with you. I'm probably just gonna stick with the minus 130 is good enough for me. And hammer, go hammer time on that. Sean Woodson, Colin Anglin. All right. <laughs> this is all right. We're, we're, we're dropping off now. Sean Woodson, though. I do like Sean Woodson, the sniper. Anglin uh, just got smoked by Bogdasarian. Um, yeah, Woodson's pretty good. I think this is a nice little uh, – He's his nickname is a sniper, but so is Imovavs. I, I think we have to have it settle you know, which uh, one's the real sniper. Yeah, let's see them fight. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who struggled with uh, Yusuf Zalau. Yusuf. Uh, I think Woodson will get it done here, you know, pretty much however he wants. Uh, my girl, Liana Jujua, uh, the she-wolf, um, the Georgian native. She is 8-4. I think Gordon Case is like 9-9. Nine 9-9. Nine. Nine nine. Um, Jesus. So, you know, 500. We're, we're either above or below, you know. you got to make up your mind. I guess we have a draw. That could happen. Um, yeah, I got – what are the odds for this? I got – I got my girl Jojo a plus one eighty five. Wow! I guess they figure Casey will just take her down. I don't trust Courtney Casey minus two thirty ever. So, wow! Um, I mean, she's nine and nine. You know who she beat? What is she? What is what has she done that's impressive? You know who's her, who's she has her a best split win? decision against uh, Andrew or uh, she, Angela Hill? I think she didn't win that fight. Yeah, her exactly. best win's Maro Romero, Romero Barello. Yes, who's who like was already retired? You know, like she beat Random Marco at school. Who hasn't? Felice um, Herrick. She, she lost. She, to her. she lost to Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl Gonzalez. She lost to Felice Herrick. She 
you know, she's lost some good fighters. Robertson, you know, Aldridge is even a quality loss. Calvillo, Watterson, Claudia Gadella went back when Claudia Gadella was on the juice. Um, but she's just, you know, she's not, she's getting worse. Like, and she's kind of older now. I, I think Jojo was young, up and coming. Uh, I'm going to take her. I'm going to take a little shot on her money line, plus 185, honestly. Why not, right? Uh, Fuck it. Liana Joja hasn't really fought anyone either, has she? I mean, nah, not really. She beat Belbita. She lost to Miranda Maverick. <clears throat> but She beat Makna Kina, that girl on Bellator. That was a, I wish I saw that fight live. Um, she, she did lose to, to Maverick, but Maverick's fucking good, and that was a you know cut, really bad cut. Yeah, I think it's worth the the plus. Like you said, though, this is either like you either bet the underdog or stay away from. Him. I don't tr- yeah, really trust. Pass yeah, situation here. I, I don't trust Courtney Casey at all as a minus two forty favorite to do anything. You know, nine and nine. Like you, we just labeled out some of the people she's fought, and it's always just you. You know, could go either way sort of situation. So maybe Leona Joja helps us out here and uh, yeah. takes care of business. Mark to Casey, Rafael yeah, Alves. I don't know much too much about Alves. Um, Alves is a uh, 31-year-old gentleman. His nickname is The Turn. He is uh, currently on a one-fight losing streak. He lost to Demir Ismagulov in, I believe, May. He lost a unanimous decision. Before that, he had a couple fights. He was supposed to fight... uh, Oh, that's right. He was supposed to fight Pat Sabatini, and he showed up like 15 pounds overweight. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I guess he was a 35-er. That's what it's looking like here and then he give me the case uh, I'm trying to see what what do we what do, he fought 45 here on the contender series give me the casey where is this fight taking place 155 all right yep give me the casey and uh Easy money. Parlay. I, I might even take a what, what are we looking at for a knockout do we think there's a possible do we think he's a this is a candidate for a finish uh he hasn't got a finish in a really long time but maybe you know to Casey, yeah, it's, been, it's, been a, it's been a couple of years. It seems like that's something that's like the kind of thing you said. The distance like is plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. Yeah, you think he's going to take him down? Yeah. I think it's going to be a uh, try and take down. I, I don't know. Maybe this is a stay away from. But I will uh, yeah. <laughs> give me the Casey and give me. Uh, this is how we're starting. The card minus one ninety. So we're starting the night and we're starting the card off with a minus with a minus one hundred five underdog cash out on Kennedy. Zuchuku. Wow, that's what you're doing. That's what everybody's. That's what me and you. I've already done it for you, so you can't say no. It's already been done. The assets have been liquidated. Da Ung Jung is going down. This is not William Knight anymore, buddy. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. He almost lost to Sam Alvey. I mean, Kevin Zuchuku did lose to Paul Craig, but that loss doesn't even look that bad now. Yeah, Kennedy's looked good. This is a uh, if you're if I'm going to be honest with you, stay the fuck away from it, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going Da Un Jung minus wow. one twenty. Give me that. African start the night savage. off. I don't trust the African Savage. He even though he's like you said, he has looked good in his last couple fights. Uh, I just this is probably a man. God, I you really what convince me. Convince me, man. Well, how is he going to win this fight? He's just going to keep it standing and just piece him up from the outside, probably? He's going to do whatever he wants. I think he's going to land a switch kick Jesus. off the cage. Oh, dude. the back, flying elbow knee. The old showtime? 
<laughs> the old Kennedy Zuchuku. No, I don't know. I think he's just gonna. I think we're gonna see more improvements from him. I think he's gonna get it done. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's only twenty nine. Dalton Jung, though, he looked good against William Knight. He was able to wrestle him and outlast him. You think he could uh, take down Kennedy, hold him down, kind of in a similar way? He might be able to. Yeah, I don't think Zuchuku's takedown defense is great, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully, Zuchuku's takedown defense is. You know, Having a draw to strength. Sam Alvey is not good. I don't like seeing that, yeah. but uh, I'm going. I'm going Daun Jung. Lock it in, and that are that's our picks for this weekend. Did want to talk about some news before we get out of here, but how you feeling about our picks? We we, we looking good, dude. Good, no, I, yeah, I like them. I, I feel like good. I, I feel good here sitting on a uh, was it a Wednesday afternoon? Uh, it's I, I think we're hey, in two sixty eight. I, I think we're in good shape. Wrong, so. 267 only got one, so looking good. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I got many picks right on uh, – well, I guess I got more right than I did wrong, but I didn't really make much – not much money to be made because it kind of went back and forth between uh, – the different props you have to play really kill you, man. That's what kills me yeah. when you got to bet, you know, oh, either points or inside the distance in, like, the Iaquinta fight when I could have just – you know, I, I just wanted to – I knew Bobby Green was going to win. I just didn't know how. Wasn't able, yeah, to, I hear you, man. wasn't able to make no money. Uh, God, our lives are so tough here on the uh, Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. But uh, <laughs> it's a struggle, man. It's, it's a, a struggle. It's a struggle hey, for yeah. sure. What uh, what news? Other than we got the Masvidal fight that was uh, you know, fell through. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll find out more about that. Macy Barber out of her fight. Miranda Maverick going to step in against Aaron Blanchfield. Um, yeah, the Sakai fight got canceled. There's a lot of a lot of cancellations. Augusto uh, Sakai. Jordan, who was he supposed to fight? Toy Vasa next week. Oh boy, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. right with that then. Uh, Driscus Duplis, Duplessis. Yeah, Duplessis out. So Anders is replacing him to fight. Um, Andre Muniz. Andre Muniz, who very very excited to watch him again. Uh, Matu Scamrot fighting Diego Ferreira, which is uh, I like that. Carlos Olberg fighting Fabio Charant. Yeah, let's maybe not gas out in the first fifteen minutes of the fight. <laughs> We'll see. Um, he, that was some of the worst gas tank stuff I've ever seen. Uh, Sam Hughes fighting Luana Pinheiro uh, yes, November 20th a, instead of Jessica Penne. Take a Penne spot. I, I got my girl Luana Pinheiro. Cheyenne buys out of her fight. She's uh, Cheyenne, Lu- Luma Luke Bunume fighting Cheyenne Lupi. Is no longer, Cheyenne is no longer a base. How the hell is that? Really? She is now not with J.P. Bays anymore. She's on the market. Everybody back up. She's already taken by me. So Wow, congratulations. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, thank you. We're taking it slow. I'll take her last name, I think. And, uh, oh, okay. Is, uh, I don't know how to say it, actually. Okay. Vlitsic. You have Vlitsic. to work on Vlitsic. that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pr- pr- practice that. Chaz <laughs> Skelly. As well. He's got a fight oh, man. against Mark really Striegel. Does. Never, uh, I'm not very familiar with the gentleman. Uh, Muslim Salikov fighting uh, Michelle Pereira, which is Ooh, okay. that's a crazy fight. Uh, on January 15th, something to keep in notice. The Beverly Hills Ninjas back. Jordan Wright going to fight Bruno Silva. That's an awesome fight. Give Jordan me, Wright. Give me Bruno Silva. Uh, Jordan Wright is not going to have a good good time. That's not a good night. Shamil Abdul-Rachmanov versus Tom Aspinall. Sure. That's actually kind of good. Uh, I, I think we talked about this raw. Roxy's fighting Casey O'Neill, which for no reason don't Casey make sense. Casey O'Neill, please kill her. Sajara Eubanks, Melissa Vigato. I think we talked about all these now. So, yeah, yeah, uh, any other news that you wanted to get off your chest before we get out of here? Um, 
No, no, not really. I think I think, I think we, we did it all. I think we, this is a good one. Highlighted a good busy weekend. We got some stuff coming up. I'm looking in the tickets for this Jake Paul fight. So yeah, I'll man. keep you updated on that. They're, actually, tickets look pretty cheap, relatively. So I will try to see what I can do there. Darren Williams and Frank Gore are going to fight on the undercard. Yeah, dude, give me give me Deron Williams money line. Really? Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Frank Gore's ACL has been the same. He can't move around. Deron Williams does have a bad back. Can't 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 uh, can't lie. But give me Deron Williams money line, dude. Deron Williams, you heard it here first. He's gonna pick him. I'm gonna save all my picks for the weekend of. I have to see some videos of these guys hitting some mitts. Let's see if we <laughs> can something. get Blueface on the card. That would be nice. We gotta get Blueface back. We gotta make sure hecklers and haters are banned from ringside. But yeah, that's that's yeah. the number one thing. And I think uh, BKFC, we could have a uh, Mike Perry. Oh, Mike, maybe Mike Perry fights Blueface. We could do something like yeah. that soon. Uh, what a freak show. Um, what, a, what, a, what a day here on the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Thank you always for listening. Uh, that's it for me. Ty, you get the last word. Go ahead. Last word is go birds.